All right. So we are live here with uh, the High Ground Podcast. Uh, please excuse me. I'm using a new platform for the very first time, and I don't have intros yet set up for it. But uh, today on the High Ground Podcast, we are going to go deep into the world of collecting for Star Wars. It's always fascinating. And I personally believe that the collecting market is what has kept Star Wars relevant for so long. Uh, so... Without further ado, let's let's jump into it and introduce our guests. All right. Hello, everyone, and how's it going? Hi. All right. Well, we will uh, we'll start up in uh, with Toy Blaster, and you know I sent you guys a note real quick, but I want you to introduce with who are you, where can we find you, and um, I try to go a little different this time. If you can change the alignment of any character in Star Wars, who would it be? Would you want a, a Sith Obi Wan? Uh, what 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 do you got? That's great. Icebreaker question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my name my uh, call signs Toy Blaster. My real name's Kevin. Uh, most of the time, you can find me on TikTok and talking about Marvel and Star Wars. Um, that's a great question. Uh, oh my gosh, we just got a big snow blizzard just started right now. That's so weird. Um, we're up here in Oregon and we just, this is crazy because it was 75 degrees yesterday. Um, I would, my alignment switch is always going to be Ezra Bridger. I'd love to see Ezra Bridger have a dark side run just for a little bit temporarily and then come on back. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. Not gonna lie, I was pretty. I was hoping to get more. Um, I, I would was hoping to get more of that in Rebels. Like he was tipping that way, but I'm like, I understand the audience for the show. When he made that Walker like shoot his friend and then walk off, you're like, ugh, I don't know. Totally. He's going down. <laughs> and the whole warning about looking into the Sith holocron. Like the Bendu was like, it's going to change. It's going to change your world. There's no going back. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I have Mac here, uh, Lothcat. Super excited to have you on. Uh, same question. Who are you? Where can we find you? And um, yeah, what alignment would you change? Thanks. I'm happy to be here. Um, my name is Mac or Mackenzie. Either one's fine. Um, I'm Lothcat on TikTok, and that's pretty much the only place you can find me. I'm really bad at social media, so that's all I have time for right now. Um, if I could change any alignment, I would have liked to see a Sith Padme at some point like if she had stayed around with Anakin and they like ruled the galaxy together I know that's not ideal but it would have been cool <laughs> to see uh, I think they would have been successful if you can call it that um, yeah. but but yeah <laughs> well I, I love it and then last but not least I got Jacob Parker uh, yeah who are you where can we find you and what alignment are you changing uh, so I'm on TikTok mostly, and uh, I'm trying to kick off YouTube if I can ever get into a rhythm of what kind of videos I want to put on YouTube. I have some ideas for that, uh, but mostly I spend my time on TikTok. Um, I I don't know if Toy Blaster agrees with me, but I think we need a Star Wars Kevin, like actually in the Star Wars galaxy. We've got an Ezra. We need a Kevin. Um, there's a lot I, of us. There's a lot yeah, of us. Exactly. 
Um, so, you know, one of the most common names in the galaxy. Why don't we have it there? Now, uh, in terms of a character alignment that I would switch, definitely not Luke because, you know, for years the rumor was that that was an option and I'm glad that it didn't go that way. Um, or maybe Luke temporarily, kind of like with Ezra. Uh, but I probably would like to see Darth Maul not be Darth, well, I mean, just Maul, right? Like actually kind of align with the light for a little bit instead of, you know, completely dark the whole time. You know, he, he kind of used people. That's still pretty dark. Uh, but uh, I would have liked to have seen him have a change of heart before the end, before right at the end, right? And uh, maybe do some good just to, you know, another thumb in the eye of Sidious. So that would be cool. Uh, one thing I wish, I don't know. Have you guys read the book, Dark Disciple? Um, Not anyone? yet, but I'm going to. It's on my list. Okay. Um, well, yeah. I, I, well, I don't want to spoil anything. I would love to see um, a, a case where we actually have a Asaz Ventress that, that comes to the light side. She originally trained to be a Jedi, you know, under Master Kynark. So that's always been there. She's always known it. And it's, especially when you read Dark Disciple, like you can you can picture it and I don't know. I think it would just be really cool. That's great. And hope I that's a great pick. Uh, that was actually my number two. So I'm, I'm glad you said that one. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, uh, t today, and, and by the way, I do want this to be a conversational. So if you guys, you know, feel like jumping in and adding things and stuff, feel free to do it. Um, I, I only call from people, so we're not tripping over someone. I like to, you know, but always feel free to jump in if you got something to add. Um, actually, before I move forward, I, I want to hit some people in, in the chat real quick. Um, first, I want to say thank you to, to DePaul. I really appreciate that. That's um, uh, me and Element always talk about money in terms of, of packs of ramen. Um, that's that's a whole lot of ramen there. So I, I certainly <laughs> certainly appreciate it. Um, but let's see here. We this is a <laughs> uh, so I have Seamus who wants to see Watto as an honest businessman. That just <laughs> made made me laugh. Um, we got uh, Connor Faye. He wants a dark side Luke. Uh, we got a, a dark Kit Fisto, which I I think would be terrifying. Um, I'd still love to see it. Uh, I have Rax who says he wants to see Grievous with four heads instead of four arms, and I don't I don't even know what that means. Um, another vote for Ventress. The fashion for Dark Side Padme alone is worth it. Agreed. agreed. Absolutely <laughs> agreed. Yeah, she would she would know that. Also, I know this isn't a super popular opinion, but I would have really loved more of Ben Solo and like some actual light side Kylo Ren. Maybe see him try to redeem himself too. I know sequel opinions are controversial but hey no they they are they are always welcome here um i've always wanted if uh there we go i've always wanted to see like if he had survived i would love some type of like jedi ronin show where because he can't just go back and join the resistance people would be like uh bro like 
get out of here. <laughs> you killed so, all our family. <laughs> yeah. So I would love to see him wandering the galaxy, just like doing good deeds um, and him being like, you know, like sort of the stranger type, but in Star Wars. I think that'd be incredible. Or having like a Bucky Barnes list of people he wronged trying to make it right. <laughs> that yes, was the amends. You got to make amends list. <laughs> uh, all right, but jumping into it, I wanted to talk to you a bunch of collectors. I love all your content. Uh, Toy Blaster, when I found you, you were had a mountain of just stuff, which is awesome. Um, Mac, you always... I, I just wish I could see your entire collection of, of stuff, but... I, I gotta ask, why do you guys? I'm, I'm gonna. I'll go to Mac first. Why do you collect? What? Um, where does that? Where does that come from? So it honestly started during COVID. I before COVID, I didn't really have much of a collection. It was like one or two things here and there. But I just loved the treasure hunt aspect of like finding something in person and like seeing something that you may not have heard of before. So. I've really loved the idea of like going out and searching for something and um, yeah, it's just been a really fun hobby during COVID. That's interesting. I haven't thought about it like that, but like when I was younger, I was into geocaching and I feel like it's the same thing, but you get the, you get to keep stuff. Um, yes. How Ge about you? Geocaching uh, with a, a way, a way bigger budget. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, how about you, uh, Jacob? I've always admired your uh, your Lego collection and and your Lego Pong Krell specifically. <laughs> yeah, love that one. Uh, so I, I I was not a big collector as a kid. Some people in my school were. Uh, I didn't grow up with a lot of money, so we had what we had. Now uh, my parents did invest in Legos uh, pretty early on, and that was great. Except this was way before they ever licensed anything, you know, with Star Wars or any other IP. So I had to build my own X-Wings and my own, you know, walkers and things like that, which was cool. Never quite close enough uh, for me, but, uh, you know, I did the best I could. And then uh, I still have all of those. I also have five kids now, which has helped me to collect more Legos because I, I buy them presents, which end up you know, <laughs> behind me. Ah, like, right. they don't get to take Very them to college slide. or anything. I, 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 yeah, protect them. So not everybody has a big budget to be able to do this stuff, but there are ways you can collect, you know, on a small budget, a modest budget and uh, still like, uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's what I've done. I love building things. I, I like the aspect of my kids loving actually these toys. So they play with them. Uh, there's, I still have a millennium Falcon. I've got to find all the parts for now and rebuild it. I'm really heartbroken about that one, but uh, you know, that kind of thing. So it's just, it's fun. I like the Legos. I've also started collecting puzzles. So like this BB-8 behind me is a puzzle. And I also have a uh, R2-D2 puzzle and then a Han and Chewie puzzle that I've got to still build. So uh, one of these days, I'm going to start building that one when I get super bored. But uh, yeah, so there, there are different ways you can collect and uh, different things you can collect. Uh, I think what to you, probably your question later about how has this affected the fandom? I've seen people have these toys like star Wars toys since the eighties, since the seventies, I guess. And that really has kept their love for star Wars alive. Even before there was like all the expanded universe and all that stuff. So like toys is, that's why we have Boba Fett. Boba Fett wouldn't exist as a character without the toy. Yeah. Just, he would have been forgotten probably. So, yep. 
Oh, uh, question, lightning question, real quick, real quick before I go to uh, to Toy Blaster. Is it ATAT or is it ADAT? It's officially ADAT, but both are okay. So I know the toy, they always said ADAT, but Lucasfilm actually came out and said it's ADAT, but we've had in canon both pronunciations. So, I mean, it's just like in the real world. There's not one pronunciation for a lot of things in the real world, right? So if you either one you say is okay. Yeah, either one, either one is fine, but which one do you say personally? ADAT. Okay. Because I want to be correct. <laughs> so, uh, how about you guys? Is it AT? I say AT. Okay, it's fine. I didn't know that. Though. I say like I walker that throw curveballs. <laughs> you, you mean like that one, right? At it, right there. Yeah. Yep. That's <laughs> Imperial Walker back there. Yep. Yep. Nice. Uh, you just avoid it all together, Kevin. I, I like it. <laughs> All right, um, but yeah, uh, go, going to Kevin. Like, why? Why do you collect? Man, I remember my my first Star Wars action figure. So my dad's like, "We're gonna watch Return of the Jedi on VHS tonight," and getting ready to show me. He's like, "But we can't do it unless we go get an action figure first. And so I just absorbed this whole culture of collecting. It was thrust upon me. And I've never looked back since. And and uh, I, I have a little girl. We do the exact same thing. Before a movie premiere, we go get an action figure. We, uh, yeah. So I think I was just, I think I had, I think I had Star Wars action figures before I ever saw any Star Wars movies. And I was just, it was just a part of the culture and uh, absorbed it from my dad for sure. For sure. And I always look at it like Legos, action figures, lightsabers. I brought some stuff tonight too. It's, it's, it's beautiful art. Like somebody has sculpted this 3d printed, put mm -hmm. this together. And it's, it's just like our way of owning some of the art of this amazing history that we love so much. And so that, that's how I justify when my uh, bank accounts at zero, I'm collecting art, <laughs> I'm collecting art in black series, star Wars figures. <laughs> awesome. Uh, but I, I feel it. like I was mentored into it by my dad. So I have a, I have an excuse. <laughs> I was definitely mentored into it by another TikTok user. Also, my friend in real life, Star Wars collector. His collection is insane. And we've been friends for a long time. I didn't own a single Star Wars anything. I just was a fan. And then one day I went over and saw his collection and I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> uh, another uh, TikToker that I'm always impressed Um is pixelated Erica. I don't know if you follow her, but like the shots of her house with all of the Phantom Menace, especially Darth Maul stuff, is just amazing. Um, definitely follow her. She's also hilarious, um, but she always declines coming on the podcast. So some someday, someday we'll get her. Um, Mac, Mac, you, you, if if starting in the pandemic was like your inspiration for collecting, you're definitely way ahead of the game. Like you, yeah. you now are teaching people how to do it. Yeah, I had nothing. I didn't even have like a black series. I didn't have anything, but I I was in like a totally small apartment. And then I moved and I was like, I have so much room. I need to fill it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, I mean, since, since we're all collecting, uh, well, you guys all, my collection is very very rough and limited at this point in time um 
What's the main thing that you collect though? Tell us, give us your, give us your category. Well, if, if I could, I would also be in in the black series. Um, I, I try, I actually started doing that with Marvel. My goal was to collect every um, iteration of Spider-Man. And so I actually do have quite a few of those. Uh, And then like, you know, just collecting Star Wars stuff. I my favorite is is my uh, is my Black Series Thrawn, just because I'm a, just a enormous Thrawn fan. And then the other thing, the thing I want to collect the most is lightsabers, but that is not for the faint of heart. Um, no, I, I can't. <laughs> I I can't hang in there. Uh, but uh, I like how Element uh, Seven in his chat puts it. Says. Chaco collects information like me. Yep. So to date, I am that's not effective. <laughs> and, I, and I am up to date on all of the books, including Thrawn Greater Good. Hmm. Um it was it was okay. It wasn't the best, but still very much enjoyable. Although I may have been reading it with diminished uh capabilities because I was in the hospital <laughs> mm. when it came out. But um, all right, since since we're collecting stuff in Star Wars, I gotta ask where your guys' Star Wars journey like began. Like, what made you interested in it and collecting it specifically? And I'll start this one with Jacob. So I was born like six months before Star Wars came out in 1977, uh, six or eight months, and so. And I was brought to like a drive-in movie theater. And so from my earliest memories, Star Wars existed and it was just part of the cultural consciousness already. So uh, that's, you know, thankfully I had a much older brother and parents that would let me, you know, drag me to those things, you know, almost four years old when I saw Empire the first time, which was that Muppet was freaky, but, uh, but I learned to love Yoda. It took a while. Uh, But yeah, so I've just, it's always been part of, my cultural consciousness every time it would come on because I couldn't afford VHS back in that day. So every time it would come on TV, uh, you know, we would just sit and watch it again. Every time it came back out in theaters, we would go see it. So yeah, just from the beginning. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, I love it. And how about you toy blaster? Yeah. Just like I said, like my dad showing me the VHS rite of passage, like, I don't care how young you are, you're gonna watch these and you're gonna love it. And sure enough, it got in there. Like he did his work, he did his he did his duty and and got the Star Wars injected into my bloodstream. And uh, yeah, so I, I think I'm one of those kids who has that very special, like wore out the VHS. You know, the VHS mm-hmm. have just been destroyed because you come home from school and you just watch the VHS and that was my Star Wars tradition. I got into the lore and uh, and that was it. And then my big claim to fame was when Revenge of the Sith came out, we rented a whole theater uh, and we got it the night before because we rented it. So we got to have the premiere and we got to invite anyone who wanted from the city. It was really cool. It was uh, a, a huge event. Revenge of the Sith night. Uh, happy anniversary, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, absolutely. It's 16 years old today. So it's weird to think that it would be able to get a driver's license. Um, <laughs> Just a I, teenager. Uh, 
uh, as well, you know, we're talking about Revenge of the Sith, but it does have the same release day as The Phantom Menace, which is 22 years old mm. um, today as well. I I just, you know, had to post about Revenge of the Sith. I didn't want to get bogged down and confuse people. Um, plus, I just think it's it's better. Love Phantom Menace. Love it. Don't get me wrong. I should post about Phantom Menace after this uh, because I got married like a week before the Phantom Menace came out. And so like 22 years is like we're, we're right alongside that. Right. So uh, ah, every time special. it turns another that year, my marriage is another year older. So and I think I saw it in two countries. I'm pretty sure we saw it in Malaysia when because my, my wife is from there when we went over there after our wedding. So we just gotten out of college. So I got to see the prequels as an adult, you know, already launching, trying to launch <laughs> at least. And uh, <laughs> it was a good time. So, yeah, Phantom Menace. That's a big yeah. deal. Every time you watch Phantom Menace, you think of your 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 romance. That's pretty special. Yeah, if only my wife would. Every watch time it with you me. see Jar Jar, <laughs> you think of your wife. Oh yeah, definitely. No, more like Padme. <laughs> okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, how about how about you, Mac? Mine is, I would say, not the typical story. A lot of people talk about Star Wars and like loving it through their childhood and then growing up with it forever. I actually didn't even see Star Wars until I was in high school. Like I might have seen it at some point, but it didn't register to me until high school. And then I became like hyper fixated on it and was obsessed and still am to this day. But um, I remember seeing it as a kid and like playing the pod racer video games, but not taking it seriously, not liking the universe that much. And then one day I watched it again and it like blew my mind. I, I didn't appreciate it until I was like 18. But now I'm like obsessed. So I made up for lost time. <laughs> Absolutely. It's and it's funny how how things just change over time. Like, you know, with the Clone Wars specifically, now my favorite arc is the Umbara arc. But when I was little, couldn't watch it. I just couldn't handle it. Like <laughs> it made me so sad and uncomfortable. Um, oh, I love Brooks' comment here. Says, My favorite tweet I saw today was "Happy Anniversary, Revenge of the Sith," and it's PowerPoint transitions. Ooh, <laughs> the the wipes, the, the the Star Wars wipes are just beautiful. Uh, I love it. And my claim to fame, people were talking about that, but a moment that sticks with me like for the rest of my life, I actually got to go to the world premiere of Solo, which was like incredibly lucky. I got super, super lucky. I was at the Cannes Film Festival as an intern Whoa. and I got to go and um, I didn't have a ticket. Some guy handed me his ticket. And I got to see Solo like before everyone else in the world, nice. and it, it was insane. One of the craziest moments ever. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, so Mac Mac does some stuff in, in the film too. Like you're just this multi talented like beast. I'm eagerly awaiting your Clone Wars project. Thank you so much. I'm really excited about that too. One of our animators, I saw he left a comment. Um, he's just incredible. The animation team is like blowing my mind. So I've done some storyboards and some writing, but our animator is like out of this world. So everyone should check it out if you haven't seen what he's doing so far, but it's really cool. 
And for anyone that is not sure what we are talking about, um, uh, let me show you real quick. Um, she sent me the, the, the trailer. Mac is working on the Adventures of the 501st. And it, it just, it looks amazing. Um, as a project, it just, I don't know. I, I'm excited to see what you guys do with it because, yeah, your, your animators are just like out of this world. Thank you so much. Yeah, Mike Chan, he's here. He's our main animator and his work is absolutely incredible. So I've been really excited and my work on the storyboards and the writing has been really fun. So it's been a great experience. Awesome. Well, I'm always happy to plug everyone whenever I can. Um, also, I got to say thank you so much for the Super Sticker Ace Bronx. You, I, I appreciate it, uh, definitely. Um, I uh, <laughs> got off track and forgot what I was talking about, uh, which, which happens with me from, from time to time. Um, but, you know, we, we talked about our Star Wars journeys, um, each of us, me and myself, talked about it many times. I was also a kid like uh, Kevin Toy Blaster. I'm calling you Toy Blaster mostly because we we have two Kevins, so there's there's a lot of Kevins. Um, uh, but yeah, I also wore out the VHS tape of Empire Strikes Back, um, just like Jacob. I was terrified of Yoda, especially. <laughs> especially when he gets serious in the hut, you know, he was funny. He's like, Oh, he's a funny little puppet. And then he gets serious. And yeah. Uh, was yeah. this uh, shampoo that they sold with the Yoda head on it and like all the different star Wars characters heads. And so my mom bought that. And so I'm like a three and a half year old kid with this Yoda staring at me in the bathtub. And that also freaked me out. So like, why do we have to collect that stuff? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Nightmare coming back. <laughs> Thanks, no, I, mom. Uh, I love it. Um, okay, so also light lightning round. I gotta ask, what is your guys' favorite part of Star Wars? I'll go to Toy Blaster first. Favorite part? Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. I, I feel like right now I'm just thriving on the the prequels era content that's just going out. Like I'm an original trilogy person. You know, I grew up in that. Like you said, Empire Strikes Back to me is like the most perfect movie ever made. But all the hype before the this Kenobi show that's coming up, all the stuff that's coming out with the Bad Batch, there's so much content that's coming out of the prequels era. Ideas, spinoffs, characters getting into the Mandalorian, characters getting into, you know, all these new shows. I think that right now is like fueling me and the bad batch has just been like, I've, I'm, I, I put on my swim cap and I dove into the bad batch <laughs> and I just absorb it. And it's just been like a wild emotional journey. So, yeah, I think, I think right now my favorite part, I would say like that those dark times, those dark times between the prequels and the, the uh, original trilogy. I'm just enjoying it. I'm enjoying all the stories that are coming out of it. Absolutely. And it's, uh, I, it, there's weaving that interconnectivity between all three of these trilogies and it's, and going before him too. So that's, that's super exciting. Uh, how about you, Mac? 
Um, I got really dragged for this the other day, but I stand by it. The Last Jedi is still like something I go back to all the time. And um, I just love the way The Last Jedi was so different than the rest of the Star Wars films. And I love the idea of being no one and still being able to do something amazing. Also, side note, I was actually in Dubrovnik when they were filming the casino scenes for The Last Jedi. What? So it was like the coolest thing ever because Game of Thrones had just finished there and then they were starting Last Jedi filming there. So I have like a special love in my heart for all of The Last Jedi. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, I mean we 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 stand we stand the last Jedi uh here for sure. Although I will say cuz it it was it it overtook Empire to become my favorite. But with my most recent watching of Empire, it switched and I have come to terms with the fact that I love them both equally and my favorite is whichever one I watched last. So I feel like that's going to stay the recency, same for a recency while. biased Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, my, my list changes. It's, if you asked me at the beginning of this summer uh, to now, it would be very different. Um, how about you, Jacob? So my list is also changing in terms of the films, uh, but The Last Jedi is was my favorite since about midway through my first viewing. I was like, yep, this is it. This is Star Wars right here. And so I uh, just really love it. But The Return of the Jedi was my favorite for you know decades right since it came out I, I didn't care what the hate you know i got from the ewoks and the teddy bears and all that didn't matter i, I was a return of the jedi stan at the time and uh luke skywalker always my favorite jedi and then you know ray uh i'm just really excited about that character and it's probably going to be so that the sequels in the original trilogy kind of evens out in terms of which one's my favorite i have a hard time picking right now uh, and I still like the prequels. People think, oh, you hate. No, I don't. I don't hate any of it. I love all of it. Uh, but if I had to pick one thing that I love the most, if I could only have one thing of Star Wars for the rest of my life, it would actually be the soundtrack. And particularly for the Skywalker saga. I just, I, I'm a musician and I just dearly love, especially the original trilogy tracks. Like I have most of them memorized. Just. Asteroid I've, Dream plays in my head all of the time. So yeah, every time I hear, you know, and I'm, I'm picturing the the Millennium Falcon going through the asteroids, and I hear da 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 da. It's like so much yeah. serotonin. It's just amazing. And uh, yeah, uh, Luke and Leia theme. There's so many that are slept on too. So I just I love the music a lot. Yeah, John and Williams is like such a genius i don't even understand how john williams can create like such a vivid emotion with what he does like it's incredible i i feel you know, like I mean, he he carried he he partially carried the franchise i feel like oh he's heck yeah a lot of movies he did honestly other franchises yeah. too if if star wars kept like the synth soundtrack of the futuristic things of the time it would feel so dated but this oh, made yeah. it timeless but well how what are we going to say the planets you know i was the, i was going to say the uh, go ahead go ahead jacob no you go ahead i was going to say just how amazing the bad batch music is like now we're starting to get all these sets of scores and music are not John Williams, which is so weird to think about like non John Williams, star Wars 
pieces and suites and all this. The Bad Batch is just, it's, it's been phenomenal. I love the themes. I love that. I just thought it's been a great, you know, cause I'm with, I'm with Jay Kev. Like I love the music of star Wars always have. I really, I really focus in on Marvel music. I listen to the DC music as well, but I thought the bad batch music is five star incredible for, mm-hmm. for a streaming show. Now uh, I have a DePaul in here. It says yub nub is my jam. Um, yep. Max. Each up, up, up. Uh, absolutely. We we have a lot of music admirers here. Um, so yeah, you are definitely in in good company. The only one I can't handle is Jedi Rocks. I won't take any questions at this time. I just <laughs> not my favorite switch, you know, from the original originals. <laughs> but that's okay, dude. Taco, uh, don't like you have a Jedi but... Rocks? Don't you have a Jedi Rocks performance on TikTok? Uh, I I do I I can I can do a pretty good impression of the uh it's the guy good. with the nose who's like uh lower cookie yeah no 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 but I, I have to do it very loudly and I'm probably shouldn't do it here I also do a pretty good uh Pumba from Hakuna Matata but that's that's a whole separate topic uh, we won't get into uh. So I used to I used to snowboard a lot. I'm from Northern California. Spent a lot of time up in Tahoe, um, and yeah, for me, the Empire soundtrack, just coming down the mountain, like listening specifically Asteroid theme. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know um, that and the pirate Car- the Pirates of the Caribbean main theme while mm. you're snowboarding. It just feels epic, you know. I can uh, imagine that <laughs> as you're dodging and weaving. Yeah. <laughs> so here, here's here's the big question. I feel like we're gonna talk about this one for a long time. But what importance do you think that uh, the toys and collectibles had on the longevity of Star Wars? I I think it's it has to be huge. But um, I'll, uh, I'll I'll go to uh, to Mac first. So what what are you thinking? I think it's incredible. I. Growing up, I didn't have a lot of chances for collecting toys like this. So now that I'm adult and like can make my own collection, I feel like it's my way of connecting with the films, even when I'm not watching them. Like what Toy Blaster is saying about the art, I feel like that's so true. And the people who design these figures and the art for the boxes, like that's almost as in-depth as what Lucasfilm and ILM are doing you know, when they are creating their merch. So I feel like it's a part of the film as well because you can create your own, you know, memories with them the same way you feel nostalgic about the films. So I like it. (laughs) It's funny you say, like, I'm thinking about storylines that I created myself in my bedroom with toys that I still think would would slap on screen. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I never thought about it from that angle because all of us are creating our own Star Wars stories, you know, with with these. Um, that's really cool. Uh, how about you, Jacob? Uh, I think it's been huge. I know George Lucas got a lot of flack, even from you know uh, Kurtz uh, and others, about you know caring more about toy sales than about story. Well, the toy sales are part of the story. Like you don't create a franchise that's going to last long without kids having something tangible to fall in love with, you know, whether it be 
Now, video games, you know, they didn't, video games were awful when I was a kid because the technology just wasn't there. But, uh, you know, as they got better and better uh, and the, the actual action figures and things like that, like I, I mentioned, I didn't have a lot of money growing up to collect a lot of Star Wars stuff. But like every time there was a new movie, uh, you know, stuff came out in the McDonald's Happy Meals and my parents would get me that. Like, uh, you know, I remember having like uh, Play-Doh, like the snow uh, speeder, like being able to make one of those because I had a mold for that. Like all that stuff was so cool. And I just have so many great memories playing with my friends' toys and watching their VHS tapes and wearing them out at their house. So like, yeah, that that really uh, feeds into the nostalgia of it. And I don't think it would be what it is without that. Think about franchises that were pretty good but didn't have a lot of toys. They don't really have the longevity. I mean, nothing does, right, that Star Wars does. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And also you brought up how you brought up in the beginning, like we wouldn't have Boba Fett without toys. You know, we had the that all white Boba Fett. People were like, that's that's super cool. And then even before the holiday special, they had someone in a Boba Fett costume at some like um event. I think in San Francisco, somewhere in Northern California. Yeah, yeah even before yep. the film came out that he was in. Yep. Yeah. Uh, th- that was even before the holiday special, which introduced the animated mm-hmm, version mm-hmm. of him riding on a dinosaur shooting stuff, um, which is it's it's by far the best part of the holiday special. That and the Wookiee dialogue. Um, uh, Toy Blaster, what, what, what do you think? Yeah, uh, I love that. That talk about nostalgia, that talk about collecting pieces of art. Um, is a, a big way I look at it. There's a, there's also bad like there's also a bad part of it. You know, I've got like this, I've got like this compulsion or this impulse to, as soon as I hear this new releases out, I need to go get it. And that's like my, uh, my lack of self-control and the, the like bad parts of my personality that need to go get the complete collection, uh, the addiction part of it. So yeah, that's definitely in there too. And that causes some problems, but the beautiful, I think the beautiful thing that I think about a lot is. Like when the Bad Batch was announced and then they announced all the Black Series figures for the Bad Batch, I had loved Echo so much. So Echo is one of my all-time favorite clones going all the way back to the Clone Wars. And I just thought I'm going to get every piece of Echo memorabilia that they put out. And so I'm going to focus on it. And it just made me like the show more. So as I as I collected, as I got into the Echo figures... I just started enjoying the show more. And I, I also started like reading more into character development than was really there because I have my own setup of figures and sculptures and that sort of thing. And so people are like, man, Kev, you make you make the Bad Batch sound like this five-star Oscar award-winning show, but uh, it's, just a, it's just a kid's cartoon on Disney+. Plus. I'm like, no, it's not. These are Blast my friends. Yeah. <laughs> so Echo is my friend. Uh, and you were in good. Yeah, company. so I think I, I think I live a lot through my collection, through my pieces, for sure. Uh, we got Mike Chan here, who is also a, an Echo fan. Um, is there an Echo Bad Batch toy yet? No, no. It's like it's everyone's the, like, so disappointed. It's the, it's the secret one. They did announce the Hot Toys figure. It's only like three hundred and ninety nine dollars. No big deal. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll take six. Um, yeah. yeah, they did announce like, an Echo. Yeah, that's true. I saw that the Hot Toys one is insane, but the it's you insane. can get a vintage collection one, the three point seven inch figure. That one's still available. So 
you just can't get the black series like bad batch one yeah i mean and, and while while we're talking about about hunting um i mean i feel like i feel like we need to do a little show show and tell um we'll do a, a toy blaster first if you want to show your recent uh most recent edition Oh yeah, that's a great time because today I just got the crosshair figure, Black Series. Check it out here. It's a really good figure. I do think that uh, crosshair, the character development for crosshair in the show is just ridiculous. Like they are, they are going to rip our hearts out. And my big question, Don't do my this big to question, me, man. <laughs> my big question on the crosshair figure is uh you know he's kind of bucky right like when bucky was the winter soldier mm. he's murdering and committing war crimes he's he's out there just doing the worst of the worst is he redeemable like he, he can't live like crosshair can't live after the the war crimes and then i also got the uh today i also got the return of the jedi boba fett shout out to jay kev and nice. the cool thing about yeah. that figure is he has the um the he has got the blaster that Luke uh destroyed. And so he's got that man. like burnt up blaster from the uh lightsaber. It looks and like then, he has that dent that Chaco talked about too. Yep, always, <laughs> always. It's gotta yep. be accurate. Um, I also brought I also brought my uh my favorite lightsaber hilt to the chat today. Nice. The, uh, everyone probably knows which one this is, but it's just it's just and like like Chaco said, if you try to collect lightsabers, somebody in your life is going to get upset. Could be a wife, <laughs> a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a husband, somebody, a parent. Somebody's going to get real upset. But this is probably my favorite lightsaber that I own. Um, it's a really good one. And it's just a beautiful like to me, that's that's a work of art. That's a work of art yeah. to own uh, some of these hilts, some of these lightsaber hilts. Yeah, so I brought a lot more stuff. I'll, I'll kick it over so we can do some more show and tell. I'm hoping that your uh, crosshair has a uh, like an operation type game where you can actually remove the chip. That would be nice. Because oh. <laughs> I want them to so bad. Uh, we, we'll we'll see if if that happens. But uh, when Wrecker bumped his head, that that hurt me. But before we go too off off topic, I, I gotta ask um, Mac show the something she picked up today uh, earlier. If you want to share that, yes, I got really lucky because these have been so hard to find where I live. I've seen other people posting them, but I found the Clone Wars figures that I've been so excited about because. This, these are actually new molds, which means they've never been made before. This Obi-Wan and Anakin are like a brand new design by the team. So I was really excited about those. And I also brought my figure I got yesterday, the Cal Kestis, which is the deluxe oh, one. He's got like the little boggling, which I love. So those are my new That's acquisitions. That's a cool side figure. That's really cool. Yeah, this one is amazing too. So these are my new acquisitions. Nice. Yeah, I have um, like two targets that are pretty close to me and I, I will have to be hunting every single day. Um, and I doubt I'll find them because anytime anything is popular, like there's just too many people here in San Diego. There's so many yeah. people. 
The Clone Wars figures are out tomorrow. So if anyone is like trying to get them, tomorrow is when they're street dated in Southern California, at least to my knowledge. So I went to a Target and the employees told me. So good luck. And that was really cool too, because the other Black Series Obi-Wan in clone armor is his 2003 uh, animated clone armor. And you, the one you just got is the actual Clone Wars series 2008 uh, with the like, clone armor so it's a little different right i have both yeah and i actually compared them this afternoon and they are different so the face on the clone commander obi-wan is like an older face and this is i need like, it slightly i different. need it going to target tomorrow <laughs> going to target tomorrow yeah <laughs> it's incredibly detailed like if you look at this that's i don't know if you can see it really well but like that's ewan mcgregor for sure he looks really yeah. good nice yeah, I, I, Elon I in the chat just says the closest target to me is in another country. That <laughs> it just, you're just teasing. You got to get a plane ticket. You're just <laughs> yeah, Elon. Uh, uh, if I if I recall correctly, he lives in um, lives in South America. Um, but but yeah. Um, and then we I have uh, DePaul who says his wife. Uh, bought both of his lightsabers for him. So if you aren't collecting, but you make it known that you really want them, then yes, rather than them being mad at you, that's just gift ideas. Uh, so. <laughs> yes, the Amazon wish list. It depends how much they love you, though. It depends how much they love you. <laughs> well, uh, the, the Paul's wife loves him very much, uh, apparently. <laughs> No, I, I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, my my thoughts on it is, there. I'm a Star Wars lore guy. I love the lore so much. Um, most of the lore only exists for toys. There's a lot of people and and things that didn't have names. Um, it was only the toys that 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 gave it. So, uh, if you, you know, like we know even things like the Ewoks, which. The word Ewok does appear in the credits, but it's it's toys that makes it popular, and I I just can't help but think that these these kids, you know, Star Wars's longevity to me really is based around um, appealing to the next generation, and that's why with like the sequel trilogy, it was the first time that the people making the films were the ones that grew up as children playing you know like seeing the jj abrams playing with toys and filming them and that's how he got into film is something that's that's special and so i can't remember which yeah. uh, director of the mandalorian it was robert something that uh but he and his kids actually got his toys out and did like instead of storyboarding they actually yeah. acted out the scenes of what he wanted yeah. in that episode and just watching Robert that Rodriguez. behind the scenes. Yeah, there we go. That was amazing. And uh, he's like, yeah, this is totally the way you're supposed to do it. So <laughs> he's doing it right. Yeah, that was the uh, the Boba Fett episode, if I'm not mistaken. Um, That's third, actually third how he convinced them to do that scene where Boba Fett's just like violently beating up those stormtroopers. <laughs> that wasn't going to be allowed. But he was like, if I show them what I can do. They actually let him do it, even though it was pretty violent for like the Mandalorian, which I was excited about. 
I mean, awesome. yeah, he did just smack uh, a stormtrooper's like faceplate off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was like a first time, uh, but yeah, I, I I love it. Um, no, Chaco, so- you bring up a great point though about I remember collecting action figures and, like you said, the names of of like all the all the characters at Jabba's palace. You would never have learned those names if you didn't if you didn't like look at the action figures. I mean, all of their like some of some of their names were just their species. And that's how Star Wars Lord developed. Like they didn't even have proper names. They just named them after their species. And it was this cool, it was this just very cool uh, opportunity for the for the action figure designers to be involved in writing lore. And that's a huge chunk of history for collectors for sure. Absolutely. And and then in that, I feel is what pushed authors and stuff to start writing and creating this expanded universe. And then now, now we're here today, you know, I mean, there's people who have a full-time job just talking about Star Wars on the internet. That's, that's, that's wild to me. You know, Uh, I do feel like the story group could, could bring us in to help a little bit. Oh, that would be a dream for me. I love that. (laughs) And I can tell that they're doing a great job, but like, I would love to just you know pitch some ideas and so if you're listening, Lucasfilm, <clears throat> call me. I mean that's Kev, that's, Kev's me, up that's for a the ultimate job. goal. I'm I'm trying to get there. I'm slowly crawling my way up. So so wish wish me guys luck. Um. So I I gotta ask now uh, how how big are your guys's collections, and also, uh, do you know if they've grown in value? Is is this a, a a money pit um i guess i shouldn't say money pit that sounds negative but <laughs> i don't my, my mind went straight to uh you know recently you know and jacob was there for but we watched the people versus george lucas and there was this woman in this room with all these action figures and she's like star wars took away my husband and it took away my kid <laughs> and we're like okay lady like that's that's a little far, but um, yeah. <laughs> She's blaming George Lucas for that, yeah. <laughs> she, but the entire wall was just covered in, in action figures, and this is, you know, uh, 2010 when that came out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how big are your your guys's collection? Uh, how about you, uh, Jacob? Start. So I actually need to do like I've been asked many times by some of my followers to go and do like an inventory of all my stuff and actually make some videos on it. So uh, it's big enough that I've moved like my entire living room cabinet down into my uh, movie room in the basement or like like two large cabinets and then another small cabinet with just Legos with lights above them and stuff like that now. So and that's about half the collection. So. It's not, I mean, I have some friends on TikTok that have maybe 10 times the size of collection I do, and that's fine. I can't afford all that because I've got kids in college and kids on their way. So whatever. But that's why, like, nobody that feels like like it's daunting to get into it, you don't have to feel like you've got to invest thousands of dollars right away. You can just get, like, the Lego Star Wars kit that you want. Like, for instance, uh, oops, mirrored here, uh, got Poe Dameron's X-Wing tonight, so I'm going to be building that live if anybody wants to watch it uh uh, a little bit after this pod or this uh, particular broadcast. So that I have, it's my third X-Wing and uh, fourth of that type of ship because I have the one that was from the, the Republic as well. Uh, but it's just, 
yeah. So it's not huge, but I would say it's moderately. Uh, it's what I want, right? So like, mm -hmm. I don't just collect them just to collect them. I go out and say, I want that set and I'll save up for it and I'll just go get that set. So I made a couple of bucks off some TikToks and here I am. Awesome. And yeah. that's actually one of the things I love specifically about, about Legos. I don't have, have a lot. I do have, um, um, I do have uh, Pose X-Wing. I have the TIE Silencer. Um, I've got the U-Wing. Um, and I've got um, a, a Y-Wing. But just, you know, that's something where just building it is just feels good for your brain, you know? And it's just... Therapy session. Therapy. Since I was yeah. a little kid, I was building Legos. That was, I mean, I had a couple of other types of toys as a kid, like... Transformers. I wish I still had the Gen One Transformer stuff, but whatever. All that's gone. But I have all the Legos. Like I've probably lost maybe a dozen pieces over the years. I've got thousands of pieces from many, many thousands of pieces from over the years collecting them. And so I can build stuff that aren't just kits. So that's another thing with some types of uh, collectibles. You can actually build vehicles that there isn't even a kit for yet, and you can maybe you know suggest a design on brick, uh, whatever it's called. Uh, brick set or something. Oh yeah. Uh, and so it's, uh, it, it's really exciting to me. Like, like now I have two of Poe's X wings. Uh, the one from the one he got, th there's that one. He never actually flew in the force awakens. Right. We see it and it's like, Oh, that looks cool. Boom. Never flies. It. <laughs> so I still one. That one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to see it fly so bad, but uh, I just got the one from uh, the rise of Skywalker, which is that orange one. Yeah. So I'm excited about putting that together, but it's just, it's fun. Cause it, that still connects me to my childhood as well. And then I'm just like, it's Star Wars. I probably, I have like, I don't know, seven or 800 pieces of action. I mean, uh, sorry, the minifigs of Star Wars that are not all together. So I've been trying to collect those. My kids have just destroyed all of them. So I've been putting them back together. I probably have, you know, 20 R2-D2. So if anybody needs one, I could probably hook you up. I got a new <laughs> one in that, this kit right there. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. The chat's going to blow up if you say stuff like that. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, how about you, Toy Blaster? How uh, how big is your collection? It's big. It's big. Uh, <laughs> it's probably the biggest of anyone that I hang out with. I mean, there's a lot of people on, on TikTok that I follow that are, are – I've got it set up a lot of the way that Mac has her set up. Um, I've got a video running right now. Let's see. Um, I did a big – toy tour for may the 4th let's see if this shows up here yeah there's me with my black series and it's just wall after wall after wall <laughs> most impressive yeah i uh yeah it's it's huge i mean and i've got so i'll tell you a good story about this so you remember like the uh the 1980, the late 70s, 80s vintage Star Wars figures. Um, you can still find them from place to place. If you got the complete set with all the weapons and everything, it was a very special thing. And the first house I ever bought in Oregon, I sold my original set of vintage Star Wars figures and used that cash to put a down payment on the house. And that original Ouch. set was really cool. It was like a crazy, it was a, it's really difficult to find every little piece to get every, you know, get everything complete. There's some extremely rare ones in there that came out in like 1984. And uh, yeah, it was really cool. It was just like this great, 
And then after I bought the house, I went back and recollected them again and uh, tried to find them <laughs> all. But it's big. It's big. I, I got Legos. I got I got too much. I have something called a Darth Vader shrine. So Darth Vader is my favorite character of all time, movies, not just Star Wars, anything. And so I have a Darth Vader shrine. And my my compulsion is if I see a Darth Vader anything, I buy it. It doesn't matter what it is. T-shirt, slippers, keychain. Darth Vader. Got him. Got it. I'll, someday I'll show the Darth Vader shine, but it's very personal. Nice. I uh, I did not know that. And next time I do a Darth Vader episode, I'm definitely going to bring you back. Um, and also, I have to have Victoria Vader. That's that's required. Yeah. I just, I I just want to hear your you guys Spider-Man <laughs> I also have a, an Iron Man shrine and a Marvel Legends collection that's ridiculous. Ah, nice. I, I love that. It just extends beyond. Marvel's the next big thing I'm going to start collecting. I have a few Marvel Legos, but I just I want to start getting some of the like the shield and the hammer and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Oh, my wife isn't watching. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just for the uh, just for the the people in the audience that didn't get a chance to get a great look at it, uh, and and by the way, I am I am liking. Uh, stream laps i think it's it's been or stream yards uh it's it's pretty cool but is this new using Streamyard? this is my first time um but for anyone that couldn't see i went and i found your your collection your collection yeah and it's kind of like it's kind of like mac talks about you got to figure out space. Like if you're going to love this hobby, you got to figure out space. And sometimes you just pin them to the wall. Sometimes you just slide them under your bed. Uh, but you, some of them you want to show off. And so you've got to figure out, but like pinning them to the wall, like Mac does, that's, you know, she inspired me to do that. So I've got a huge walls covered with like tacked up figures. That's, uh, that's, that's awesome. No, I, I, I love it. Um, and, uh, how about you, Mac? So my collection's not so big, um, because I haven't been doing it that long, but I don't have any helmets or any lightsabers or anything like that. I only have black series and vintage collection figures, but I'm not going to stop anytime soon. So it'll grow bigger than that, but. I never really got into Legos. Not that I don't think they're cool. I think they're amazing. I just don't have any right now. Um, and I have one Marvel Legends. I have the Groot, the like exclusive Groot that comes with baby Groot. That's less, a great figure. Yeah, the less like where he's in the little flower pot and then adult Groot. So that's my only Marvel Legends figure. But I recently binged all of Marvel. I had never seen any of it. I watched every movie and when I saw Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, why had no one ever told me about this? This is amazing. <laughs> this is the so, Star Guardians. Wars of Marvel. Yes. That's exactly what I thought when I watched it. I was like, this is amazing. This is it like maybe more Star Wars than Star Wars. Don't tell anybody I said that. Exactly. <laughs> my my boyfriend and I said the same thing. We were like, holy shit. Or I mean, sorry, apologies for guessing <laughs> no, on the fine. live broadcast, but we were so shocked and I loved Groot, so I was like, that is a great Marvel Legends figure to get because he's just so cool and 
I just love Groot's character. No, that's a great place to, to start. But how do you have just Groot, not the rest of the Guardians? I mean, you gotta. I know. Gotta get on that. I need to get <laughs> Groot's more. Groot's the cute one. Duh. He's he's great, and my collection's growing for sure. Um, I'm gonna get more, but for now, I think I have around 80 Black Series, which that's a lot, but um, not as much as Toy Blaster, I'm sure. Still a good amount. They do grow up in value, though. Like uh, Chaco's right. You you and you talk about it a lot of, on your channel, Mac, which I appreciate. Is they go up in value. Those are those are those can be investments. The Black Series figures can be investments when you go to find a certain one and it's gone up fifty dollars and and uh, I think you've experienced mm. that trying to look for certain figures. I I've experienced that trying to track down the Spider Man figures. Uh, like I don't I don't know why Silk is like sixty dollars. Um, you know, but I, I I I need Silk. I just haven't been able to. To, to figure that out so yeah i mean that was that was my 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 next question is is has has your guys's collections grown in value um also so so two questions has it grown in value and what is your prized possession um i will go to uh to mac first on that one. Oh gosh um i don't know if mine's grown a ton in value um I have some really rare pieces, um, not by my own volition, but so someone anonymously sent like 50 Black Series figures to my P.O. box. I have no idea who it was. What? They didn't leave like, wow. they didn't leave a note. They didn't, they just said, I'm a Star Wars collector too. Here, enjoy these figures. Um, so I have some really rare ones that I'm very grateful for, but I didn't pay for them um and i'll of course never let them go do you think it was a watcher or a, a family member it was definitely someone who watches my tiktok because they referred to me as loath cat um that's so. incredible that's incredible. I did when you said when you said is it a watcher i was like like Uatu? that's <laughs> yeah where my mind went stan lee <laughs> yeah i've done a lot of giveaways um, I've done like six or seven giveaways now because I I didn't think I had enough space, but I'm very grateful. But I have a really rare Han in Carbonite. Um, so I have a really rare one of those. I have the Obi-Wan that everyone wants, the clone Commander Obi-Wan. People are obsessed with that one. Um, I have the evil Anakin from Revenge of the Sith where he's angry and like making the fist. That's like a $200 Anakin that mm -hmm. I got. And the Palpatine with the lightning hands. I have him. Zappity Zap, um, yes. Yeah. And I've got the old Cara Dune, which uh, a lot of people have asked me for that figure because it's like never going to be remade. So people DM me pretty much every day asking me to buy it. And they like that one. Wow, it's so, so cool. It's Holy so cool crap. that there's a whole community of figure hunters like checking in on your channel that's very cool there was like yeah. three car dunes last time i went uh to target <laughs> get them all I even, get them I all there. think about that Feaster they're family. worth a lot of money because that yeah. won't be like reprinted or remade so um someone offered me over a hundred bucks for mine oh wow so i mean uh, that's that's awesome um how about how about you jake have uh 
be grown in value, and what's your prized possession? So I'm sure this is grown in value some, but I don't keep anything in boxes. So for my Legos, it's there for me and my kids to play with. So uh, I'm sure that my uh, Captain Rex uh, minifigure is uh, pretty sought after, though, from what I hear. So I have that one. And I think Pong Krell's worth at least negative $100, but <laughs> I, I have that one. But my prized possession is Luke Skywalker's X-Wing. And so I've got that right here. Red, uh, yeah, Red 5 here. So uh, that's one I've always wanted as a kid. It's my favorite because of nostalgia, and I don't care. Call me basic, but I love this ship. And uh, there's Luke and there's R2, but uh, that's, you know, just love that ship. So that's my prized possession. My kids got me that one specifically. I didn't buy them that one for Christmas. They bought that one for me. So is uh, that a Lego? Yeah, this is Lego. Oh, wow. So that's awesome. Is that R2 in there too? It is. So, oh, neat. That's super cool. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Awesome. I love that's it. That's really cool. Uh, I mean, I, I remember watching, you know, the season two ender of, of Mandalorian. I'm like, is that, is that red five? Is that yeah, red exactly five? what I was saying. Is that that red, five? red five. That's red five. And it was. <laughs> uh, absolutely. And, and also how um, poetic it was that, that uh, in Rise of Skywalker, Ray had returned to Acto, and so she flew Red Five, and Red Five was the beacon that was lighting the way for the galaxy to come. I, I, I don't know. I was just thinking about it. Um, incidentally, I just read in the comics where he got it back off of Cloud City, so that's not something I ever thought about in the originals. Like he didn't leave Cloud City in the X-wing; he left on the Falcon. Awesome. Okay. So. Yeah, so I'm in the Star Wars 2020. You're in 2020 right now. now. Yeah, I know you're reading Rogers up, that. so you're, you're getting caught those. up. Those are so uh, good. Um, and how, how about you, Toy Blaster? Uh, yeah, so I have a couple things possession. going. Yeah, uh, so Toy Blaster is the name because toys have always been my passion. Um, even before movie reviews and Marvel reviews and that kind of stuff. So toys have always been the thing. And I'm a social worker by trade. So part of the thing we do is we we get, we'll go down and bring Legos to kids fighting cancer in the hospital. And it's always Star Wars Legos. And it's always stuff like that. We want to just spread the love. I give away a ton of stuff all the time. And so we just have a big warehouse full of toys and we try to find the right spot for them at times. And that's where it all started uh, toy blaster, like having like a, uh, a replica of Hans blaster from, from a new hope. And so I'm constantly, I have a couple of warehouses and we're just seeing toys come and go and, and go out to this nonprofit to go to this person. And um, so there's a lot, there's a lot in there. There's Legos that have been, still in the box from the 2013 Star Wars. Like any Star Wars Lego collector knows that the 2013, a lot of it's like um, uh, the drop ship, a lot of uh, Clone Wars sets, a lot of that stuff is worth a lot of money. It's worth a lot of money. And so we try to find the the fan who loves it the most. I've got, I've got a couple movie posters, uh, original movie posters from like the theater runs that are worth a lot of money. They're beautiful. They're hung up on the, in our gallery. And um, yeah, and then there's just, I mean, I don't know. There's some, some of the action figures that we have are worth, you know, a couple thousand dollars. You know, there's some 
there's some wild stuff in there. My favorite though is not even um, my favorite is my vintage collection of Transformers and Masters of the Universe, which are coming back now. Like I'm starting to see them all over Target. That's the stuff I had as a kid. I wish I still had. And uh, yeah, some of that stuff is all of it got uh, went away. That and GI Joe, but mostly Transformers is what I love. That first gen. Yeah, yeah, Transformers are awesome, awesome. Um, yeah, so there's just, there's just so much, there's just so much cool stuff that we're able to get our hands on and, and, uh, send out to the next best person. I had a, I had a, a fan send in their old action figures, not 50 black series action figures like Matt got. That's the most amazing story I've ever heard, but I got just a bag of used action figures from a kid and he's like, you're the toy blaster. You know what to do with them. Will you find a good home for them? And it was a really cool story. Just you know, sending toys off to the next home. That's Definitely awesome. just like Woody, Woody and Buzz, you know, exactly yeah. taking care of kids. Uh, now, now you're trying to make me cry. I just watched Toy Story 4 for the first time, like, oh, two weeks ago. It's my <laughs> favorite Toy Story movie of all time. It's just yeah. so good. Uh, also, just, just to say, if there's anything I could get to help out, it sounds like an awesome thing that, that you're doing, Toy Blaster. So, uh if I can use my platform or anything to bring away. Yeah, we've thought, about doing stuff. We know. we've thought about doing a thing on TikTok where a bunch of us mutuals get together and pick somebody. I mean, you, you almost became the, you almost became the target. Um, people were really pulling for you when you weren't feeling so well. Um, but we're going to do a thing coming up where we get a bunch of mutuals together and we pick, a TikTok creator who's just going through a rough patch and we send them a set of Star Wars Legos. So that's going to be coming up in about 45 days and I'll get you guys involved and we'll nominate somebody and send them a, a love package, a Star Wars love package just to cheer them up. That's awesome. That's so cool. Um, and uh, sorry, did I, <laughs> I, I can't remember who I started with. Uh, Mac, did I get your uh, prize possession? I believe I did, right? I didn't actually say my prize possession because I was so flustered about the P.O. box thing, which still blows my mind when I think about it. Um, but I have a Admiral Akbar that was, it's my only actual vintage figure. It's from, um, I think it's from the first release of, Empire Strikes Back, I want to say, either that or Return of the Jedi. And it's a Japanese Admiral Akbar figure. Um, I keep him, like, locked away in, like, several different packages. So I don't even look at him. But he's, like, <laughs> this amazing figure. <laughs> Does hey, not see the light of day, ever. Just, just knowing he's around is, is enough, absolutely. What's yours, <laughs> yes. Dark Choco? What's the one... What's the one thing that you can put your hands on that you just absolutely adore that you just love? Um, Not valuable, but prize possession. I can't. It's not something I can put my hands on, but this community for sure. I know that's just a, a, a cheesy answer, but um, not going to lie. This, this past year has been pretty trying on, I mean, uh, a lot of a lot of ways <laughs> you know uh, seeing uh, losing my job seeing bad things happen to people look like that look like me uh just there was just a lot of stuff um and 
you know, it was just over a year ago that I was like, you know, I'm just going to start talking about Star Wars. Like, everything's crazy. I don't care. I bought this microphone before I made ever made any content. Uh, went on a friend's podcast on, on May the 4th uh, to talk about Star Wars. And, you know, just started making TikToks there. And then I've made... Uh, so th that's one of my prized possessions as well. Uh, <laughs> but I've made so many li lifelong friends and things, and I don't know. It's it's been it's been incredible, especially you know I have a Discord servers and stuff that are even self-containing, and I can pop in, and there's like awesome people having these great conversations about Star Wars, and they're watching movies together and stuff. And like, even if I'm not part of it, I see that happening, and I'm like, "This is, you know, uh, well, it makes me want to quote Loki." Actually, <laughs> like, is this not simpler? <laughs> like, this is, <laughs> uh, yeah, he was kind of evil in that scene, but I just feels like it's the way it should be, and so I, I love it. Um, and by extension, I appreciate all of you guys. Jacob was on my very first podcast ever. And thank you again for having me. Yeah, um, that's a great answer, Chaco. You you really one up to everyone. We're talking about collecting action <laughs> figures and Legos, and you're talking about collecting souls and hearts and good stories and memories. Well done, well done, my good man. Well done. <laughs> the prize possession was the friends we made along the way. Oh. Also, it's Mephisto. Um, <laughs> I okay. So so let. Uh, Another lightning round. I gotta ask, what do you guys want the most? Like, what is the item that you are just chomping at the bit to to find and uh, attain? Um, I'm going to toy blaster first. Yeah, that's a good. That's a great question. That's a great question. The holy grail. Sometimes in collecting, they call it the holy grail of of uh, man. I'm probably. I, I would probably love to get my hands on the uh, UCS Falcon. Lego set. Uh, there's a couple of them, but the UCS uh, Falcon, it's huge. You know, for a while it was the biggest Lego set you could get your hands on. There's bigger ones now, but I'd probably like to get one of those. I mean, they're, they're seven or $800. Um, my biggest intimidation with that is sitting down and building it. Uh, cause I have a kiddo too. And Jacob is, Jacob has got me beat by, by a couple kiddos. But sitting down and building a Lego set, it's shocking to find the time, I think. I think with all the stuff on your, on your list, it's, it's shocking to find the time. So I think the time and the extra cash to get the UCS Millennium Falcon would be my big Lego splurge. I'd be excited about that. And then maybe like a vacation to Hawaii to sit out uh, on the deck at my resort and just build it with nothing else to worry about. Oh, that sounds amazing. I've never even considered like building something on vacation, but that getting would... it back home would be a nightmare, but that's just like the ones I would want. Cause it'd be huge, but yeah, uh, I still think that would be awesome. I'm sorry. I went li right to logistics because of the kids and everything else. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. You have to do that. You have to do that. Um, and then my dream come true would be to go to uh, like a star Wars premiere at Disneyland or down there in Hollywood. I've worked at a couple, but I've never attended with like a, a, a snazzy outfit and, uh, and, a, and a good looking date. Um, so I, I want to I be the guy who's not behind the velvet rope, but I want to be walking with 
like Brie Larson or somebody up to the uh, to the Star Wars premiere would be pretty cool. That's on my bucket. Nice. And uh, I don't know if this is the exact one, but I just had to pull up a Lego Falcon. Uh, they are enormous and look quite daunting to to build. Um, whole thing fits in you know your arms out but that yep. would be you need a big coffee table to display that yeah that's not the one we had we had the smaller older version but i definitely want that i hope someday though we we get a because uh, because i know there's the tabletop game um for star wars uh, uh what's it called it's it's the the ship one um anyone know what i'm talking about um, I, I, where is I, it? There's a Star Wars tabletop game where you are, you know, the the ships, and you will battle with other ships. I don't play the game myself, but um, at like Star Wars <laughs> Celebration um, uh, Chicago, they actually released a Super Star Destroyer one, and it's it's enormous, it's beautiful, and I I just wow. I, I need I need one. Um, but uh, uh, how about you, Mac? That's tough. I, I've been thinking a lot about finally getting a lightsaber because I don't have anything like that. And I've stepped away from it for a long time because they're expensive. But I'm thinking I would love to have um, just a lightsaber in general. So that'll be like my bucket list type item. Um, that I'll get to eventually. And like all time dream, one day I want to visit the Star Wars hotel. I saw the prices for oh. it and I was like, oh, okay, well. I didn't see the prices. What, what, were, what, were, what did they look like? I think it's 3000 for like two nights or something. Oh, you're talking about the Starship, the new Florida Starship. Uh, yeah, it's like the Star Cruiser Hotel. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, the Star Cruiser. It would be amazing to go, but also, um, I feel like that money could be spent on like other thing, other trips. So maybe yeah, one day I'll make that happen. Plus. Mac, what would be your favorite lightsaber if you if you got to pick somebody's lightsaber? I someone asked me own. this. Yeah, someone asked me this, and it almost got chosen to be the lightsaber at Disneyland, but it's the one from Vader Immortal. Um, it's Master Corvax's lightsaber. That oh, yeah. Has, like, That's an exposed. Crazy. That's a wild yeah. lightsaber. I want that. And Disney, the Imagineers actually almost released it, but then Cal Kestis, his lightsaber won, yeah. which is very cool. But one day I want that because it has, like, the exposed kyber crystal that lights through so one day lord corvax yes vader immortal by the way was incredible i don't know if any of you have done any VR. vr and i i need to um oh it's great I, it's a great story yeah i i i love now that um people get weird when i say this um but i love that now we have a solid canon um, versus you know the expanded universe, which wasn't canon. People get mad when I say that. I love the expanded universe. I've read so many of the books. Don't be mad at me. Um, but um, the fact that now, since we have a solid canon, 
and you know that the effects from Vader Immortal directly started healing the planet. And that's why it looks a little nicer when you see it in Rogue One. So far. And a lot nicer when you see it in Rise of Skywalker. And just the lore of like having this this stupid game affect the planet that's in the movie is awesome. I, I love it. And you Does get to be the, the one to do it. Bog in it? Uh, <laughs> the, the Eye of Webbish Bog? Yes, that uh, which is terrifying and yeah piece of nightmares scene i would have loved to have actually seen in the movie in the rise of skywalker but you know it's at least it's described in the book right so described in the book and also you do see eye of webbish bog in vader Vader comics yeah um for those of you who haven't seen it picture a weird spider creature on top of a giant uh muscular baby yeah it's it's yeah it's very it look like, like whatever it wants you to see. Yeah. Yeah. Like something out of the thing. It's it's absolutely like Lovecraftian. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Um, and uh, how about you, uh, Jacob? What, what, what do you want the most? I want one of those Star Destroyers, the Ultimate Collection. Nice. So it's like 4,000. I forget how many pieces. It, it's a lot. Um, but really anything Lego Star Wars, I, I, I want to do like the mid-sized ships are bigger. I don't want really like the little mini ships. I can give those to my kids or whatever, but, uh, yeah, I just, I love building them. I like displaying them. Uh, I might like crashing them together once in a while. That's awesome. Build them. <laughs> Jay Kev, do, your, do kids go, your kids pick, uh, Star Wars Legos or are they after other lines? Uh, for the most part, for years, they did Star Wars Legos, although, you know, we've got some Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and uh, DC and Marvel stuff. So they, they've got kind of uh, a little, you know, smattering of all those things. Uh, but for years, they picked specifically Star Wars Legos. Now, a couple of my kids are like, eh, Star Wars. Just like, well, if you want to come back home anytime, you're going to have to get back into Star Wars. Uh, so. <laughs> you can't come home until you watch Bad Batch. That's right. I will not support Ooh. you in the future. No, I'm kidding. There she is. Yeah, there that's the is. one. I've seen like a huge one on display at one of these uh, shows where they, they have like Lego creations. and Yeah, like, like a custom. Was, yeah, it was like, I think eight feet long or, or, or 10 feet, between eight and 10 feet long. It was amazing. And uh, just they had to have it in like three sections that you had to be able to disassemble and put in a truck to be able to drive it places. So, <laughs> um, I don't want that one. I want, you know, the one you just showed <laughs> or smaller. So I ha- have a have a question for you um, from from DePaul here. No, no Death Star. I would like the Death Star, too. I just, you know, Star Destroyer seems like a step before the Death Star uh, for me. So I, I want the Death Star just so I can recreate that moment, you know, in Spider-Man, like. <laughs> I'm kidding. I would. I almost cried. When it broke. It's like, no, That's a great man. scene. That's a great yeah. scene. So good. And then later in the movie, they they finish it together when when times get tough. Yep. Yeah. A lot of bonding over the thing. Okay. Um. Uh, so, with with all the stuff uh, that you guys are collecting, I mean, I gotta ask, you know. You, you talked about it is possible to do on a, on a budget, but one of the questions I had earmarked was how much time, money, and, and effort 
um, does it take? Uh, well, go to, to, to JCAP first. Yeah, it just really depends on what you want to invest in it. Like some people don't want to get started, like I said, because it just feels daunting. And it can just be as simple as, hey, I like this thing, like it's Funko Pops or whatever it is that you're into. And then you just start picking a couple of those and spend what time and money you have on it. Then maybe you get more into it, like Mac has done and others, uh, myself included, like with the books and comics, like I didn't even start that until COVID hit. And then listening to people like you, Chaco, and others, uh, Element 7, and I just was like, I need all these books and things like that. So I started collecting those um, now digitally, so I don't have physical ones to show you for the most part. But uh, you can not feel like you have to collect everything all at once. It's a collection. is It's, it's a long-term commitment kind of thing, uh, but not in the sense of, like, you're not married to it. You know what I mean? You're not like that woman in the Star Wars, uh, yeah, the uh, George <laughs> Lucas you know, screwed over the fandom whatever documentary. So, yeah, it's uh, just what you want to collect. And it's just like TikToks or, or whatever social media you're on. You, you shouldn't be doing it for everybody else. You should do what you like. And if that takes off, great. If it doesn't, you're still having fun. And that's mm -hmm. the way I look at it. Oh, uh, how about you, Toy Blaster? Yeah, Jacob's right. You got to love it. Like you got to you got to be passionate about it. You got to if you're doing it just to go make a post, if you're going down just to, you know, finish a Lego set just so you can get out and post it, you'll get burned out for sure. You've got to you've got to love it and find, you know, the passion. That's the cool thing about collecting. Take a few take a few stabs, try some different stuff. I think Legos right now, Lego is huge is is lego's even bigger than black series action figures the black series action figure is my wheelhouse that's my favorite i love max collection but right now lego is bigger than it's ever been it's just massive just the just the tiktok lego community has created some really cool stuff there's a lot of cool stuff going on so if you love it if you're passionate about it go for it i have i have obsessive tendencies and so I probably don't do it always in the most healthy way and spend a little extra money outside of my budget that I probably I probably can't afford. Yeah, I'm definitely on impulse buy for sure, Star Wars <laughs> scholar. Um, but yeah, I, I go for now, I go for, I don't have to be a completist. I don't have to have everything. I just want it if it's beautiful. If it's something beautiful that inspires me and I put it up on my wall and I'm doing my work in my office and I look over at, a Batman sculpt or a Spider-Man sculpt or a uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and it inspires me and I see art and it gives me that rush. That's what I'm looking for. Something beautiful like the Dooku lightsaber hill. It's yeah. beautiful. It's It's got craftsmanship. And uh, so that's what I look for when I'm collecting is something that's going to be with me and I'm going to, I'm going to be inspired by it from, from here on out, you know, truth, yeah. beauty, something meaningful. Uh you know, and I, I, I love the way way you put it. And I'm just thinking about myself, and I realize I actually I realize what my actual problem is. Um, when I was young, we moved around a lot. Like we we were just always moving places, and I've carried that into a, a adulthood. I moved mm. around all the time. I moved to San Diego, you know, by myself. Uh, almost on on impulse i, I moved to, to oregon uh same <laughs> same same way and each of those i only brought what would fit my car i've never really traveled yeah that's kind of scary uh, a, a bedroom 
Um, so I think that's really what's what's held me back. But um, I, you know, now that I'm I'm married, I, I don't have that option anymore. So so I should start. Uh, I I could I could start now. Um, but yeah, your your thoughts on it, um, Mac? I mean, you're the one of the people that watching your content inspires me to like go out and look for stuff. So, uh, oh, what are your thoughts? So I'm similar to you. I moved around a ton and I've always been just like what you said, what I could fit into one duffel bag was like the entirety of my possessions. But um, just recently in the last few years, I've become like financially stable and finally have, you know, money for things other than just like this essentials, you know? So I really started to collect, but as you can see, like, by my blank walls. I'm not used to having like stuff. So I'm mm -hmm. still really new to that. And I'm obsessed with finding the deals. So I post a lot on my page about like how you can collect on a budget and like what nice. you can do to find this for cheaper. And like, I kind of, I'm all about that because I don't like That's paying. A thrill. To, That's part of the hobby yeah, too. Like it's a, it it's a rush when you're like, save a few bucks. Yeah. Totally. And there are some websites that are like really good to collect on and then some that they'll charge you an arm and a leg. So you, you know, you got to follow those deals. And I'm always, I'm all about that. And I do get all of the Star Wars books too, but I get them from the library. So I've read almost every canon Star Wars book and like comic, but I check them all out from the app libby so it's like connected to my local library Whoa. and yeah so i right that's now so I have, that's so smart. yeah it's great because you can um get everything they don't have like the brand new stuff like thrawn ascendancy just got on there mm -hmm. so i'm like a little behind the rest of the community but um they have like the rise of skywalker novelization the new high republic books and you know, that adds up. So I I recommend anyone who wants to do it on a budget, check the library. So that's what I do. Awesome. I I, I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, thank you guys for, for coming out talking, uh, collecting with me. Um, I, 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 I got to ask, is there anything that's coming out soon? Because you're always, always talking about new stuff that's on the way out. Is there anything coming out soon that you've got your eye on, uh, Toy Blaster? There's a lot. There's a lot. One of the the big announcements this year. There's one that that's going to be out real soon. It's the uh, it's the uh, Daily Bugle uh, Lego set uh, for Spider Man. It comes with a ton of minifigures. It's massive. It's one of the biggest Marvel sets that's ever been released. It's basically like a UCS Marvel set. And so it's the whole skyscraper building of the Daily Bugle. And then inside all these little scenes from Spider-Man's history and comic books. It's beautiful. But the big announcement this year for Star Wars Lego is the UCS uh, gunship from Attack of the Clones. And it's going to be a massive uh, set. And when they say UCS, they mean fit to scale of the minifigures. So they're just, they're just huge and beautiful. So there's one coming out this year. It's going to be like, Three, three hundred, four hundred dollars. That's the one I'm going to be looking for. Um, a lot of good Lego sets coming out for sure this year that 
uh, Star Wars sets that are going to hurt my wallet. <laughs> awesome. Um, and uh, how about you, Mac? So I am really excited about the Ahsoka and Maul figures that are coming out. They're the vintage collection figures. It's Ahsoka and Maul from the Siege of Mandalore. Um, I've had those pre-ordered since like Christmas, I want to say. And every I get the emails like they're still on order and I've been waiting and waiting. So those eventually are going to arrive at my apartment and it's going to be absolutely amazing but also these like the cloners figures i've been waiting for these so when i got these today i was i was stoked that's what i was looking out for there's also a mall from the comic books i don't know if you guys have seen that but it's a black series comic yeah. book mall nice. um mine's gonna arrive in a couple weeks so i'm really excited and luke has thrawn's um I don't know the pronunciation, but like Thrawn's creature on his oh, neck. Uh, Islamiri. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Not a great figure. That. Yeah. So he's on the way too. I'm really excited about those. So keep your eyes peeled. I'll review them once they show up. Awesome. I will be eagerly awaiting those uh, those those TikToks. Um, how about you, JKF? Is there anything you're uh, that's that's coming out soon? The Bad Batch attack shuttle is coming out august 1st uh, lego and it's got the bad batch crew but uh i, I don't see uh omega so we got to figure out how to get an omega or if i'll make omega. one myself so <laughs> yeah omega so uh yeah so that's that's exciting um that uh it's probably something i'll get for my daughter and then you know she'll be able to display it with the rest of our ships and stuff so very cool that's what i'm looking for August first. That's, that's awesome. After the show that's is probably awesome. done, the first season, but whatever. <laughs> awesome! I, I love it. So Chaco, whose lightsaber would you like to own? Which Ooh. lightsaber replica would you? I am. I am torn. Um, well, a Leia's lightsaber is so beautiful. I, it just, you know, what I mean, it just, it just speaks to me. <laughs> the new that one's um, just released. It's stunning. Yes, yeah, yeah. So they, they just released that one. They just released the dark saber one as well, um, which I'm not as excited for. Uh, and there was, there was a third release like within the past, like, month that that they announced. Um, but yeah, if I'm if I'm picking a lightsaber. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm sorry. I I gotta go. I gotta go. Luke, green lightsaber. Um, it's it's the classic. It's the it looks comfy the in the hand. Uh, it's it's beautiful. Yeah, they just released the ray. The they just released the ray right. and the uh, and the Leia. They're beautiful. They did a great job on both of them. Those are the Disney versions. Yeah. It was um, hard seeing that set, like it went out to certain Star Wars TikTokers and I seeing them unbox it. I was like, I've never been more jealous in my entire uh, life because when you open it and it plays the music and it was like Luke and Leia's sabers intertwined. I was like, I've, yeah, I've never felt that kind of jealousy is seeing those people open it on May 4th. Yeah, that's that's part of the goal too. Is is to get to that level where where I'm I'm getting those. But PR um, list. We 
We're working on it. Get getting there. Getting there. Let's see here. Uh, Paula says he's actually going to get the dark saber for his four year old daughter. Uh, seeing that her name is Sabine, that's so cool. That's really that cool. Is cool. Perfect. That's perfect. My friend Mike said that the Revan saber is his number one. I totally think Revan Revan saber is like amazing. Mm -hmm. I love the colors too. That's. That's a good yeah, saber. Yeah, I just got the purple Revan saber. I, I posted on it. You can check my post. It's really cool. It's a really cool what? saber. Do you have it right there with you? I, it's, at, it's at my office. I should. I wish I could oh. bring it up. It's really cool. Like <laughs> It's got movable prongs at the tip. and Yeah, it's cool. You can do the yeah. purple, rainbow, lots of different colors. That's so cool. I yeah, actually... I actually won one of those in a trivia contest, um, and then and then they sent me his other lightsaber, and I was like, "No, um, oh man!" And and the, the other one was also off colored and had a lot of problems, but I will not be doing business with that. Uh, oh, and I won it in November, and I received it in February, but uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. But bragging rights for winning the trivia is more important. So uh, true. Yeah. I, actually, speaking of which, um, Element and I, with uh, the blessing from Master Alan, um, are doing our own trivia where you actually win one of the level up lightsabers at the end of it. And so each week on um, this, the other podcast that I do with element seven called dyad in the force, we're doing trivia contests to, um, to as qualifiers. So like we actually just did an original trilogy one. Uh, we are doing a clone wars series only trivia. Um, and Whoa, so we're like, we're, that's deep. That's a deep one. Yeah, so so we're taking like the top people from each of, of these different sectors, and then once we get to the end, we're gonna do a big quiz that encompasses everything. It's gonna be the whole stream, um, and the winner is gonna get a level up lightsaber. So we're wow, we're working on it. So yes, you guys are more than free to join. Uh, there's only been one qualifier so far, and trust me, we're gonna do one. We're doing a Clone Wars one. Uh, we're gonna do. A, Rebels one, we're gonna do a prequels, um, and sequel trilogy one. I don't know if we're gonna do more than that, uh, but yeah, X Core Gamer Skills he qualified. Um, yeah. I think, um, that's awesome. I, I actually think the qualifiers we're gonna make them easier than yours was, but the rest assured the final one is gonna put people through the paces so. Um, that's what I'm excited for. I could probably uh, do it for Rebels. I was obsessed with Rebels to the point where I think I've watched it through like three times. So I could probably do it for Rebels. Yeah, please, please join. I will specifically message you so you know what week we're doing it. Okay. Cool. Um, and Jake, have you, you better be you better be online when we're doing uh, uh, sequels at the at the very least, but. Um, <laughs> I feel called out. So all right. yeah. I love your posts about the sequels, Jake Kevin. They've been like so such a sense of solidarity because people are always so mean to me when I talk about the sequels. So I see your posts. Oh, and I'm, like, not I'm not right. alone. Definitely not alone. And by the way, I just followed both of you back, uh, or I followed both of you anyway. So uh, now I'll start seeing your content. So I'm glad oh, that cool. we're on this thing together. 
Yeah, for sure. It's great seeing all of you. Darth Chocolate was the first person I saw on Star Wars TikTok. I remember the day I joined, I saw one of your videos talking about the books and I was like, heck yeah, this is awesome. I love the Star Wars community on TikTok. So it's been great. That's so cool. It took me a while to how many people have gotten into book collecting from TikTok. Like Star Wars books have blown up. Yeah, that, that I was, was pretty much done bit. with the fandom before I met a lot of uh, Chaco and Element Seven and others. Uh, I just was like, once they started putting petitions out to get rid of the sequel trilogy, I, I didn't know that there were this many non-toxic people still left in the fandom. <laughs> uh, and I just I was like, you know what, whatever, I'm done. But then I got on TikTok, and there's so many good people, and to just enjoy Star Wars together and <laughs> don't want all that noise. So you know, we're better totally. together. That's why I'm glad I'm here. I love how um, Star Wars Scholar puts it. They win by making you think you're alone, but there's there's more of us. There's more and, of us. And speaking so of which, I, like I always say, it's okay to not like stuff. Totally. No, no one's dogging you guys for that. But we, we just, you know, we just, we just want to focus on, on what we love. And that's that's the important thing. Yes. Um, So go, going forward, you know, uh, stepping out of the collecting world, what in Star Wars are you looking forward to that's coming up most? Now, this can be, you know, one of the you know ten upcoming shows and movies that we got, but it could also be uh, a con or, or, or a celebration or a book or, or whatever. I'm just curious, what in the universe of Star Wars are you guys looking forward to the most? Um, we'll start with Mac. I am most excited for the animated series I've been working on. I feel like people are going to love it. And I've loved being part of coming up with ideas within the Star Wars universe, even if it's, you know, a fan series, we're still trying to incorporate that into the real existing canon and like make it as accurate as we can. So I've been super jazzed with working on it and I'm loving seeing where it goes. So that's been really exciting for me. That's super cool. That's amazing. Hey. Do you post updates to that on your TikTok? Sometimes, yes. And we also have um, a Discord channel and a YouTube that we posted our teaser trailer. Um, so you can always check our updates out that way. But it's been really exciting. So I'm, I'm loving that. Thanks. Um, if you guys ever need a consultant, I, I am, I'm happy to talk Star Wars at any point with anybody. Uh, that would be great. <laughs> um, uh, how about you, Jay Kev? What, what are you looking forward to? The Ahsoka show. I'm just pumped about that show coming up. Uh, I mean, I, I'm ready for all the content. There's not one project that I'm just like, I don't want that project. I want all of it, but Ahsoka is the one I'm most excited for. Hands down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I still just just a logo in, in, alone was was enough to see the, the virgin scatter, and you're like, what does it mean? I must. Yeah. Die. <laughs> um, we need all that lore coming out. I need to see you know Rebels two basically, and to see you know them search for Ezra. I'm hoping that that's what happens. I'm hoping we get a lot of those characters. Um, there's just so much that they can do with that show, and I just was pumped with her in one episode of the Mandalorian. I was just like, yep, bring more Ahsoka. I need more Ahsoka. 
yeah, uh, ab- absolutely. I'm super excited for for that one, and and, um, and the acolytes specifically. Those those two are, yeah, I think they're going to be incredible. No um, one's really talking about the acolyte. That's like a very under under wraps thing that a lot of people don't know about. So I can't wait to see. I've, I mean, I've been devouring every bit of High Republic content that I can get my hands on, and so, I. Uh, yeah, it's 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 making me really excited to see the tail end of that. So, whatever cracks led to the prequels, plus it's going to be dark side lore and all that stuff. And uh, she said it's going to be almost Indiana Jones style adventure of they're they're traveling from place to place. And I just I just don't know what it means. I I must know. <laughs> I've been really behind. I haven't done any of the uh, High Republic stuff yet, so I'm just I'm about to just jump into it after I finish like a handful of novels that I've got already in the works, but like reading the star Wars 2020 comics and how they keep referring to the high Republic. It's like, it's amazing how all this stuff ties back into each other. And a lot of people don't like that. There's extra media. You can watch all the films without any of it, but if you want to know more, there's so much more out there. And that's what I love about the new canon. And uh, just, I I'm just really hyped because I'm taking mental notes and actually screenshots of every time they mention the high Republic in the comics and then as I'm reading the High Republic, I want to see how those things match up because I know they will. Yeah. And not, not to mention, so they've actually been uh, planning the High Republic starting from like 2015. I mean, they, they had like four major ideas of what they could do before they settled on it. And what I found is I, I reread Dooku Jedi Lost. There's High Republic stuff in it. It was before anything was announced, before I, I knew, but like, you know, there's there's more seeds than we even, there's High Republic stuff in the Rise of Kylo Ren um, comics. Uh, there's like, it's it's all over the place. And like, once you dive in and then you kind of go back, and you're like, oh, there's that. Like, I don't know. It's it just, it's really cool. It's really exciting uh, to, to me. Um, but yeah, how, how about you, Toy Blaster? Uh, for me, it's it's just the Kenobi show. I feel like the Kenobi show is basically getting you're getting just another trilogy. You know, this is going to be a, a whole, you know, trilogy length piece of content that is I, and I think it's really going to change. I, I'm telling people it's going to change the way we look at Star Wars. I just think it's going to reveal storylines, ideas, emotion. You know, to me, the hype for the Kenobi show it just it just couldn't be any bigger. So every little piece that comes out, all the Ewan McGregor interviews, I'm just I'm I'm Jones and I'm 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 frothing and, and getting excited about that. So I think that's where that's where I I, I just think it's going to break the internet and create a a whole new fandom, a whole new group of people introduced to Star Wars, just like WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier did for Marvel. I think the Kenobi show is gonna it's gonna be wild. I yeah. totally agree. And all those totally new fans agree. are valid. We need to make sure the community knows that. Yeah, but, for sure. But this, it's so cool, though, because I I know I've, I've seen people that have been watching The Bad Batch. That's the first Star Wars they've ever watched. They all thought it was so boring. Cool. And they're like, that's really cool. Uh, it's, it's cool. Every single, that's why I always ask what people's backstories are, because it's easy to assume, oh, you must like, come into it oh if, you, if you're in my age bracket you must have come into it with uh, the re-releases and stuff too 
that's that's not true i mean i know somebody he hates when i bring it up but like lego star wars the video game was his introduction never watch anything like a great that. introduction yes. honestly i love it yes. i can't wait that's oh i forgot that one because it's been coming out for a year Skywalker. <laughs> so whenever that drops i'm buying it that day and my kids and i are just gonna play the heck out of it so yeah yes i'm buying it the day it comes out it's also why i'm trying to kind of resurrect my my twitch um presence because i'm i'm probably gonna try to stream the entire thing so we'll mm, that's a good idea <laughs> We'll we'll see how that goes. Um, awesome! I I, lo- I love it so much. Um, thank you guys so much for for joining me. I want to go around you know one last time and ask you know do you guys have any closing thoughts? Do you have um, anything that you guys want to plug? Um, projects, giveaways, you know anything like that? So um, just a reminder of where we can find all your content. Um, closing thoughts on the subjects that we've had and uh yeah plug away and i will start with uh toy blaster on this one yeah you can find all announcements from me on tiktok and uh like i said in a in two months from now we're going to be doing a, a giveaway but it's not the standard kind of giveaway it's it's to bless uh other creators on tiktok that are doing good work and going through a rough patch and so we're going to be voting on giving some stuff to some cool TikTok creators and they might get a Lego set or an action figure, stuff like that. Um, and then I'm dropping next week, I'm dropping the first episode of my movie podcast. And so it's a movie news podcast and um, there will always be a segment devoted to Star Wars and just riffing on the latest movie news and, and kind of our, uh, you know, the vibe we're getting from new trailers and stuff like that. And so that drops next week. And uh, you can find that on starting, YouTube of course, well. starting, of course, with the Snake Eyes trailer. If, if, I, if I'm picking up, <laughs> I love I have a lot of I have a lot of thoughts on that. I have a lot of thoughts on the Snake Eyes trailer for sure. For sure. I'm a huge G.I. Joe fan. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, and you, you'll hear about it all on TikTok. OK, uh, perfect. Yeah. Can't wait to can't wait to check that out. Um, how about you, Mac? That's super exciting about that. I'm also a movie lover, so I'll be following that, definitely. Um, I'm LothCat on TikTok, just like it's spelled here, so Loth.cat. And um, I post everything on TikTok about my figures and what I'm looking for. Um, I'm really excited because I'm going to be reviewing some new stuff in the coming weeks. a brand actually reached out to me to review some Star Wars stuff, which is like the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me in my life. So um, very cool. I'm going to be reviewing some new stuff in the coming weeks. And my animated series is in progress. My team is fantastic. Um, So you can follow along for all my updates on TikTok. Nice. Awesome. Love it. Uh, and uh, real quick with that, uh, with your, uh, with the, the Clone Wars project, uh, what's the name of that YouTube channel so that people can subscribe if they want to also get updates that way? Yes. Um, it's linked in my bio, but if you want to search it directly, it's Adventures of the 501st. So we're following the 501st and yeah, you can check us out on YouTube as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, how about you, Jacob? 
So I'm planning, finally, I've been saying this for a while, but like I, I actually have a couple of series planned for my YouTube channel. Um, now that I've got that out underway, I'm going to try to put out a few videos a week on like different Star Wars and Marvel. I'm going to start with those two because they're the ones that I'm most into. Uh, movies and TV shows and things and just walk through some of the story elements and break it down. And then uh, also to try to dispel some of the... Uh, the misinformation that's out there about like, you know, so-and-so doesn't have these skills or this didn't happen in this story when it actually happened. And, but not in a confrontational way. I'm going to try my best to just be like, well, you may hear this complaint, but you know, X, Y, Z actually happened and, and try to just put some more content out there so that that stuff can start to get out there in the community, especially on YouTube particularly. Yeah. So um, that's my goal uh, with the YouTube and uh, probably some other stuff too, but it's, it's Epic Worldview on YouTube, and it's linked in my bio as well. Um, and the idea is just, you know, understanding these stories can help us to see our own world in a, in a whole different way. And that's why I love these epic stories, because there's so many different things about good and evil and just uh, different, like, moral philosophies and uh, just ways of, of looking mm -hmm. at life through those lenses. And uh, it, it's a modern day it, mythology. Exactly. And uh, I mean, there's a reason why Joseph Campbell got into it and then that attracted George Lucas and so on. Right. And, and the Stan Lee stuff and all the other Marvel creators from decades uh, you know, past, all those epic stories tell us something about our world that can make us better. So that's my focus there. I'm going to continue to do that stuff on TikTok as well. And uh, I just want people to feel free to like the things they like and not worry about the hate that they get from other people. Just do your best to ignore it. Or if you're like me, you know, just kind of smirk at them and, and uh, <laughs> throw some stuff <laughs> back over on. Them. Yeah, yes. I do that once in a while. It's fun. I'm going to definitely watch out for that because I'm really new to the Marvel world. So I would love to learn more about everything that you mentioned. I need to really brush up on all my knowledge. Awesome. <laughs> and also, Jacob, I one of the things I look forward to the most is your future coverage of, of Shang-Chi. Um, oh, so yes. I'm, I'm really yeah. about that. That's definitely going to be a big highlight on both of my outlets and probably Twitter as well, uh, because there's so much I'm going to interview. My wife has agreed to come on camera this time. Uh, we did the Mulan uh, review and we were both just uh, doing voice, but uh, you know, I, I convinced her that she can actually get on camera for this one, for the YouTube and everything. So, and my kids as well. So I'm excited about that. All awesome. Kung Fu pra practitioners, for those that you don't know, my wife and my two sons all teach Kung Fu, classic Chinese Kung Fu. And my wife is Chinese. And so there's a lot about the culture of what's going into Shang-Chi that is very uh, particular to us. And the representation is just really exciting. And Simu Liu is going to kill it. I know he did it. So yeah. I'm really excited. I can't, cool. I can't wait. Uh, thank you guys so much for, for joining me. Um, this has been my first episode back. There's been a pause. So thank you guys for being patient, especially because last time I canceled on the Wednesday, that's the day I went to the hospital. Um, <laughs> How dare so, you? No, I'm glad. We're glad you're better. We're all glad. <laughs> th thank you guys for, for being willing to come back. Um, and yeah, I love this, this community and, I will have all of you guys back um, for for other topics. Uh, but for now, may the force be with you always. Thank you. Thank you.
Thanks for having us. I'm glad you're back, Darth Chaco. <laughs>